Reggae Uprising podcast family and welcome to another episode. Now if you are fresh and new to Reggae Uprising podcast it is all about connecting people of the African diaspora through wisdom, overstanding, inspirational stories all backed by a soundtrack of sweet reggae music. So what normally happens is each and every Wednesday I feature a new guest that shares their journey, their wisdom, their inspirations all alongside seven reggae selections that they have pre-selected and they tell us all about why and where and the how of, of their selections. So if you haven't already listened to those regular episodes that we have each and every Wednesday, please tune in. We have had some amazing guests. In fact, all of our guests on Reggae Uprising podcast are amazing because they share their experiences for the upliftment of all of us. There is something in each and every episode for someone out there. So please listen to each and every episode. There are gems in all all of them. If you want to get caught up, please subscribe wherever you're listening. Tune into those previous episodes. We have them from this year and last year. We also have special series at different points this year and last year. So over the summer this year, we featured the Exodus edition, the self-healing series, and we also featured the Keep the Fire Blazing series. So we have different series that run throughout the year at different points. We've also had lockdown editions. We've had mental health editions. So sometimes we like to focus on things that are really prominent in our community at that specific time or people that we really want to draw um, a spotlight on or really delve a little bit deeper into the knowledge and the wisdom that they have because it's something that's really needed in our community at the time. So like I said, that's where the the kind of regular schedule kind of switches up in those special editions. Speaking of special editions, that's exactly what we're doing throughout October. We're going to have a special edition talking all about our history. So if you're a regular listener, you know that we share his story, her story, um, directly from the people that we're talking about. So for October, we're going to do something a little bit different. So it is his story and her story, but these people have passed. So we're sharing the past. And what we're going to do is each week focus on three individuals or scenarios from our past and shining a spotlight on them and sharing from different sources the different wisdoms the different empowerment that we can draw from these experiences these profound works these inspirational people that we're going to feature all throughout October I'm so 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 excited to share these stories some of these stories you might know from your barn yeah well maybe not from your barn (laughs) but you might know them from young and then there might be a few in there that you're like oh my gosh I had no idea um so I just want to celebrate these people like I said Ray Uprising podcast is all about our history and her story 
Um, but we're going to share some from the past. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the direct interviews because they are no longer here with us where we are right now. Um, but nonetheless, they need to be celebrated just as much as the guests that feature on Reggae Uprising podcast. So I do hope you're going to enjoy it. For the regular listeners, I know it's different from the regular format, but we are still going to have reggae music. So don't worry, the reggae is still there. We're going to match up the reggae to the story. Yeah. Um, please, if you enjoy these stories and you want to share this wisdom, please share with the people that you know. Or even just, it's a conversation starter. Did you know the story of such and such? You know, we need to share and spread these stories because these are amazing people, amazing people that need to be celebrated. Now, the stories may be simplified. They may not go into all the depths and details of these people because this show is definitely not long enough to do that. But at least, at the very least, I hope they spark a fire and that you understand that what I'm trying to do, my goal is to celebrate these people and their stories because they're part of our story. So I really hope you enjoy. If you haven't already, like I said earlier, please subscribe. If you haven't checked out my other works, so as well as being your host of Reggae Uprising podcast, I am also a singer songwriter of soul reggae music. So if you want to check out some official music videos and some original music from yours truly, all you need to do is go to daniel.co.uk. So that's D A N ieal.co.uk the link is also in the description for you there you can also find all of my social media and you can subscribe there as well so if you subscribe via daniel.co.uk not only will you get regular updates of new podcast episodes but you will also find out you know new releases that I'm doing you'll find out gigs that you can come and see me at all those up to the time alerts you will get if you subscribe via daniel.co.uk. Also, before we get started, every single source that I have used to gather information from for this special series is in the description of the episode. So if you want to find out more detail, you can click on any of those links. Obviously, there are multitudes of other sources where you can acquire this knowledge. These are just a few that I found and adapted from for this episode. If you would like to share any other sources with me, please get in touch again through my contact page on daniel.co.uk. Oh, one more thing before we get started. My sincere apologies if I get any names, places, things, the pronunciations wrong. I apologize in advance. I'm sorry. Yeah. Feel free to correct me, but don't be too, don't be too rough with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell these, these stories. So I apologize in advance. So this week's episode is the Black Love Trio. But before we start with the stories, we are going to start with the vibes first. In the beginning, according to the old book, say there was nothing. 
came down and said, let there be And there was That's how it all began Yes It's still we ask Where did the universe come from? Everything in existence From the sky to the depths of the ocean Every shape, every color, every pigment Every sound and every vibration This old earth, the solar system Everything you hold so sacred By the hands of love It was created and that no love with the stories from our Black Love Trio. And we are going to start off with the story of Asa and Aset. To set the scene, our story begins in Kush, an ancient kingdom to the south of Kemet, also known as Egypt, in what is currently called Sudan. Asa also known as Osiris, was granted the throne 
over his brother Seti, also known as Set. Being the genius that he was, Asar developed the written word called the Medu Neta, or the language of the gods, as well as agriculture and theology. Whilst travelling to spread his teachings along the Nile Valley and around the world, he met a beautiful Nubian woman called Aset, also known as Isis, who would later become his wife and co-regent. Seti became extremely jealous of his brother's position, success and adoration and set about trying to undo his works. It seems that this was not enough for Seti as later he plotted to kill Asar. Seti used his cunning to trick Asar to climb into a wooden chest cut to fit him which was swiftly followed by Seti sealing the box and resulted in it being thrown into the Nile. Aset searched high and low for his body and eventually found it lodged in a tamarisk bush which had flourished into an enormous tree after making contact with the body of the god. She broke open the chest containing her beloved and carried his body back to Kemet. Once home, she placed the body in the temple and in doing so, transformed herself into a kite, also known as a small bird, and flew over the body singing a melody of mourning. Aset then called upon Thoth for his help in resurrecting Azar. Together they manifested the ritual of life, which was a spell which granted eternal life after death. Unfortunately for them, Seti discovered their plans and stole Azar's body. In fact, not only did he take the body, he then split it up into 14 pieces and scattered them throughout the length and breadth of Kemet. However, this still wasn't enough to defeat Aset's determination in her mission. She made her next move by enlisting her sister, Nephis, to find all 14 pieces of Asar's body. She found every piece except for Asar's penis. It had been cast into the Nile and eaten by a crocodile. Aset grieved over her husband not only because he was murdered but because they hadn't consummated their marriage. Aset was still a virgin. With the help of Anubis to prepare his body in the first ever mummification and then performing the opening of the mouth ceremony, Asar's spirit returned to his body. Nine months later, Aset gave birth to Heru, along with the first immaculate conception ever recorded in any spiritual system. However, no spirit which has passed to the land of the dead may live in the land of the living. Because of this, Ra decreed that Asar should become king of the underworld. Out of respect for Asar, Anubis agreed to give up his position as Lord of the Netherworld. Meanwhile, 
in the land of the living, Aset hid with her infant son Haru in the marshes of the delta. She patiently loved and protected him, longing for the day of reckoning in which she could face Seti and recover Asar's kingdom. So let's fast forward to Heru's coming of age, in which he battles with his uncle Seti. The battle between the forces of Seti in the north against the forces of Heru in the south was apocalyptic. Heru and his armies were at last victorious. But instead of killing his uncle Seti, Haru bound him in chains and cast him into an abyss. At the moment of his victory, Haru was transformed into a falcon and was called into heaven to stand before his father and give testament. After blessing Haru, Asar sent Haru back down to earth to rule as legitimate pharaoh of a unified Kemet. To commemorate the victory of Haru, every temple and royal house carved a winged sun, the Haru Bedet, above its entrance. The Haru Bedet served as a reminder of the virtues of order and a warning against the dangers of impertinence and jealousy. There are many variations and interpretations of Asar and Aset's story. Some may be shorter, some may be far more detailed, but I think one thing that they will all agree on is that this is definitely a story of love. Asar and Aset's story, some would even say is the first ever love story. Around me melt away When you hold me I forget 
second, every minute Love and not falling in it with you and only you Ordinary just wanna do But you have the power to make me move my feet 
I'm surrounded by love, take me up high, never leave me Cause my soul is at ease whenever you put your hands on me The next story as part of our Black Love Trio is the story of Andromeda and Perseus. Perseus is said to be one of the greatest heroes of Greek mythology, born to Zeus and mortal Danae. The legendarily beautiful Ethiopian princess Andromeda, born to King Cepheus and Queen Casophia. Queen Casophia bragged that Andromeda was more beautiful than the Nereid sea nymphs, as they were well known for their astounding beauty. Poseidon, the god of the sea, was friend of the Nereids and therefore was angered by the comparison. So he decided to send a sea monster upon the land to ravage the princess as revenge. Meanwhile, Perseus was nearing the end of his long journey to Africa to seek out the cave of Medusa to do what no other man had done in killing her. In case you are unaware of the legend of Medusa, the story goes that any man that looked at her would turn to stone. Now Perseus found Medusa with the help of his many gifts from the gods, such as the magical cap of Hades, which made him invisible, looked at Medusa's reflection in the mirror given to him by Athena to avoid looking at her directly and cut off her head with the sword of Hermes. He kept her head as proof of his victory. On his journey home, he passed the kingdom of Ethiopia he saw Andromeda chained to the rocks moments away from being devoured by sea monster Cetus, the beast. Perseus was captivated by her beauty and decided to rescue her. He pulled out Medusa's head and showed it to the sea monster Cetus, who looked into the eyes of the head of Medusa and turned to stone. When Perseus announced his undying love for Andromeda in the form of a marriage proposal, it resulted in her becoming the queen of Mycenae. Andromeda and Perseus settled in the tyrants and became the parents of seven sons and one daughter. The story goes that the descendants of Perseus ruled Mycenae, the most powerful town in the Peloponnese in the Mycenae times. Their son Perseus is said to have travelled to Asia to become the ancestor of the new race, the Persians.
Athena promised that Andromeda would have a place in the sky after her death, which she keeps when Andromeda dies. Athena places Andromeda in the sky within the Andromeda constellation, which is located between the Perseus constellation and the Cassiopeia constellation. Additional constellations are located within the Andromeda galaxy that are related to this legendary queen, as well as the constellations Perseus and Cassiopeia. There are also the constellations Cepheus, Pegasus and Cetus. The constellation Cepheus represents Andromeda's father, King Cepheus. This constellation is apparent by a large man wearing a crown. The constellation Pegasus represents the winged horse that was born from the neck of Medusa when Perseus beheaded her. The constellation Cetus represents the sea monster that Poseidon sent upon the earth to devour Andromeda as she was chained to a rock. Since it is easily visible to the naked eye on dark nights, the Andromeda galaxy has been observed many times in the past. The earliest known record of this galaxy was that of Abdel Rahman al-Sufi. He was a Persian astronomer around the 10th century. Before Andromeda became known as the spiral galaxy that we know it today, it was actually thought of as a nebula at first. This so-called nebula was thought to have been part of the Milky Way. At the time, it was believed that our own galaxy was the largest and that it contained everything in it. The first supernova observed outside the Milky Way was the S Andromedae. It remains the only supernova event that was ever observed in the Andromeda galaxy and is called Supernova 1885 after the year it was seen. So the next time you look up at the night sky, think of Andromeda, story of love and smile. Ooh, natural beauty, you know. Tell no, I've never been someone shy until I seen your eyes. Still, I had to try. Yeah. Oh, yes. Let me get my words right and then approach you Woman, I'll treat you like a man is supposed to You'll never have to cry, no I know everyone can relate To when they find a special someone And she's royal, yeah So royal And I want her in my So one of a kind, no The way she moves to her own beat She has the qualities of a queen She's a queen Ooh, ooh, what a natural beauty 
No need no makeup to be a cutie. She's a queen. She's a queen. And when they ask what a good woman's made of, she's not afraid and ashamed of who she is. She's royal, yeah, so royal. And I need her in my life. I never knew anyone so one of a kind until the night that I seen her rise. So supreme, I can see in her eyes the way she smiles. Hey, yes I and I, I know the king and queen crown. See I'm tied, so I never leave your side. Just stick with me through the trial times. And she says she no mind Her right I know good man is hard to find And she can't about that giant line That's why she has no ties at this time Yeah I know many men are trying But she needs to be more than wine and dine Because she's royal Yeah So royal And I want her in my life Has the qualities of a queen so supreme? Ooh, ooh, what a natural beauty. No need no makeup to be a cutie. She's a queen so supreme. Yeah, and when they ask what a good woman's made of, she's not afraid and ashamed of who she is. She's royal. So royal And I want her in my life I never knew anyone So one of a kind No, no The way she moves to her own beat She has the qualities Of a queen My Nubian queen I'm your queen King beside me, you're my strength, you are here to guide me, wanna be your warrior, break down every barrier, with my love as my weapon, I can walk the world without a fear, I can hold my head Now that 
of our stories there are many discrepancies for example the age that they married the reasons for their marriage and even how many children they had so many different sources said so many different things but one thing that is of no doubt whatsoever is the love that they shared This is the story of Ramesses II and Nefertari. Ramesses II was one of the most powerful rulers of Kemet. He reigned in the 12th century BC in the 19th dynasty for approximately 66 years and lived for over 90 years. Archaeological sites span across modern-day Egypt, Sudan and Palestine, containing palaces, monuments, temples and shrines built in his honour. He led numerous military expeditions into the Levant as well as expeditions south into Nubia. Nubian queen Nefertari Merimut, meaning the beautiful companion, beloved of Mut, embodied the majesty and the stature of Queen Nefertari. Nefertari held many different titles, including Great of Praises, Sweet Love, Lady of Grace, Great King's Wife, 
his beloved, lady of two lands, lady of all lands, wife of the strong bull, God's wife, mistress of upper and lower Kemet. Ramesses II also named her the one for whom the sun shines. Nefertari and Ramesses II marriage is said to be a political move that would see a sharing of power between two leaders. But this marriage grew into one of the greatest royal love stories in history. Their marriage brought an end to an over 100 year war between Kemet and Nubia. When they parted, After over 24 years in Ramesses II's reign, through the death of Nefertari, Ramesses II built monuments to honour his first and favourite wife, including one of Egypt's largest structures and arguably most beautiful temples, Abu Simbao. Between the statues of Ramesses II are those of Nefertari and the size of her statues signifies that she will be honoured to nearly the same degree as her husband and also in, re- in her relationship to the deities. After her death, Queen Nefertari was worshipped as a divine Asarion or soul which had become deified and under the attributes of Asar, Lord of the Dead, was adorned a god. Nefertari was housed in a 5,200 square foot tomb the most splendid in the Valley of the Queens. 3,000 years later, the monument is still standing in honour of Queen Nefertari as testament of Ramesses II's eternal love for her. Let me give you some love and affection you got my attention You need no correction May I pour blessings in your direction You got my attention What an impression So long I've been waiting To be with you all alone I've been anticipating the first time we kissed was breathtaking And girl, we got a bright future in the making Whoa. When we are together, my heart feels so much better Oh girl, I need you and that's no lie Whenever that we make love, I arrange that you take I'm so glad that I made you mine Keep that precious smile on your face I will keep you warm and safe Make it worthwhile Just you and I with love the most I create Let's go to family and make things great Cause when and how we met girl It's not a mistake 
something about her. Oh, 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 oh. I just can't do without her. Never had a woman of such virtue. Oh, I give you my love, girl. I got no intentions to hurt you. Hurt you. Stay close to me, don't slip away.
what beautiful and timeless love stories we have. Please share them with people that you know. Whether a youngster or elder, it doesn't matter. Share them, talk about them, uplift them, empower them. Let's talk about these wonderful people that are part of our story. We come from these people. Let's share their wisdom, their love. They are an example of the love that we all have within us. So it is only right that we pass on their story. Like I said, these are just the very small versions of their story. Their stories are so much bigger than there is time to share in these episodes. Please look into them. Please look into these great people in more detail. Find out all about them because there is so much to be shared about them and so much to be inspired by. I hope this has sparked your inspiration. I hope it's put a smile on your face. I hope it's made you feel that loving feeling that makes you just want to go hug up somebody or go kiss your partner. It's just set you off good for the rest of the week until we have another episode next Wednesday. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe now to make sure you don't miss out on next week's episode as part of this Black Trio series that we're doing all throughout October. Yeah, we're focusing on a different subject every week. I'm not even going to tell you what next week is about, but you do not want to miss it. So If you haven't already, please subscribe. Like I said, share these stories, share these episodes. They're really, really important. But most of all, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm going to leave you with the sounds of me. Yes, that's right. Yours truly, Daniil. And my song called Secrets. I hope you enjoy it. Until next Wednesday, as always, blessed love. Love is trust.